0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: Welcome to It's Absolutely All About You with your host, Eileen Nunez. Our program is based on Eileen's book of the same name. Today, you'll learn about the greatness that lives within you and how to bring that greatness forth to live a most successful and rewarding life. Now, here's Eileen Nunez.
2: Hi everybody, I hope you've had a great week. This is Eileen Nunez with It's Absolutely All About You. Um, Great to know that all of you are listening in, uh, whether today or at another time it's great that you can connect, and um, we've got some great messages in our segment today. And we're talking, we're talking about the topic of regret, and um, how do we go from regretting our life or the things of our life and regretting decisions to actually renewing or having a renewal in our life? And one question that that comes to mind for me um, is a is from a book that I read many years ago. It's actually a very old, ancient book. Um, Written back in the eighteen um, in the eighteen hundreds, actually about eighteen eighty six, uh, Leo Tolstoy, the same gentleman that wrote War and Peace, uh, wrote a book called The Death of Ivan Ilvich, And it, um, what happened with Ivan or the story of Ivan is that he was uh, he was a very um, well known judge at the time, and he was very dedicated to working very long hours because he had realized how unhappy he was in his own family life and it talks about Ivan's um, experience with with really ending his life and um, not ending his life but he was at the end of his life very sick um, he had had a fall and uh, from that fall things got complicated and was under a lot of pain and he had a lot of time to ponder and to reflect on his life and to realize um, that he was not as happy as he thought he had been. And one of the um, one of the very powerful questions that he asks himself while basically on his deathbed is, "What if my whole life was wrong?" And um, I'm going to read a little excerpt for all of you today, um, coming from the book, co- coming from that that time. Um, when he was actually pondering and, and going through this in his mind. And he found that the people that were surrounding him, his family, his wife, his daughter, they were, they were all just trying to protect him so much from knowing that he was dying or on his deathbed. They kept saying that he was sick and trying to minimize what he was going through. And he felt so disrespected and so dishonored at that time and realized that, what they had created was all an illusion and he started to see that his whole life was just an illusion and he had just tried to do things in a righteous way or in a righteous format following all the rules of life, trying to do everything perfect according to everybody else's plan and really coming to this point um, while on his deathbed to realize that that he had lived a life according to everybody else's set of rules and he just couldn't understand how come being a, a, a being somebody who had done things correctly according to his to his rule book and according to his values, how was it that he was being exposed and put through this horrible, excruciating pain that he was going that he was going through? And they had even contemplated giving him opium at the time to help him through his pain and his painful experience, and and it, it just gave him so much. Time to realize that the things that he had done in his life, that he had done for other people, had not allowed him to to really embrace the self love and the self honor, and that people were really just acting out the way he had acted towards himself. And um, when they dismissed him, and they would try to disrespect and dishonor for a magistrate, for a judge at those times. Um, I mean the level of respect that we would give, or that they would receive at that at that particular um, for having for holding that powerful position in in society and 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 in and his local government. He could not understand that he had actually disrespected and dishonored himself by allowing the people around him to dictate his life and what was good for him and what wasn't good for him. So there's there's a lot of lessons to be learned in this today and I, and I really chose talking about this today because we are in April the month of April we're in spring luckily or, or funny enough we're in April fool's day today but it, it this isn't a joke this isn't a um, we're we're not talking about something that that is light we're talking about something serious we're talking about life we're talking about ending our life and understanding that we have every power today to make it the perfect life to make it all that we wanted it to be and more and so that when we are at that ending place or at that ending time we can actually go back and say well you know I I did I did what I wanted to do and I enjoyed the life that I had envisioned and in my book it's absolutely all about you that is really the idea is to be able to help each and every one of us to to find this place of perfection, to realize that that life is, is short but it's, it's, it's ours and we get to own it and we get to do with it all the things that we want and all the things that we could enjoy. We have them in front of us right now and when we put things off and we say, no, we'll do that later or oh, we'll do that tomorrow or it's not the right time, um, Finding ourselves like Ivan on our deathbed abruptly because it all started from a fall. Um, It wasn't even something that he started by being sick. He really just had a very big fall and there were a lot of complications. And as we know, back in the times, um, the, the medical care was different than it is today. So all those complications got him into this place where he was confronted without any plan without any warning of having to really rethink his life and really rethink what he did and what he didn't do but more than anything this example of Ivan teaches us that we get to take our power back because we're not in his situation because we're not you know counting the moments, the minutes, the days that we have left we actually have a whole life ahead of us and we have the opportunity to to make it all that we want it to be. And when when I decided to write the script for today's segment and and to put together today's show, one of the things that um, one of the things that I realized in writing in my blog this week is that living a life with regret isn't a life at all, and how important it is to accept the decisions that we make along the way, um, through this journey, that we have the obligation, it's, it's a duty, it's an obligation to, to ourselves, to afford us the opportunity um, to, to live a, a life of happiness and joy. And we have, we have that chance, we have, we have the momentum, we have the drive. It's, it's really a matter of making the choice and deciding, I want to live it to the fullest. I want to live my life to the fullest. I want to be on this joy ride of having it all and when I talk about having it all, I'm not talking about material things necessarily. I'm talking about living a life of integrity. Um, We're surrounded by so many things going on around us where integrity has been lost. Self-respect and self-admiration and and self-confidence has been lost and we want we want to capture that we want to realize that in the moment of truth we have the opportunity like Ivan, to say I am living the life that I that I want to I am living the way that I choose I I I am living this life of integrity and self-respect and self-confidence and that's what I'm giving to those around me those who I love and those who I exchange my life with and in the book in the book that we're quoting today, and um, that I'm going into a little bit, it was interesting because, as I was going through this, uh, the different chapters to kind of prepare for today, I've read this book many times, many years ago, and I forgot how important for, for Ivan to realize that, as sick as his body was feeling, and as tormented through the painful experience that he was going through. When the doctor comes into the room and and sees him and checks him out and he goes back out to speak with his daughter and with his wife, which he didn't want in the room at that point, he was just so upset with life. What happened is, what the doctor reports is that his mental sufferings were so much greater than his physical and that... The mental suffering that Ivan was experiencing is so many times the mental suffering that we're experiencing as well and when I'm bringing up this today we're not talking about necessarily the death of or, or talking about somebody actually dying we're talking about how little by little we allow ourselves to compromise our life and to compromise to the decisions of what other people want, that little by little we allow ourselves to be in situations and conditions of dying, of, of losing our essence, of losing our joy, of forgetting how important it is uh, for us to have a say-so in what happens in our life and how we want to mold it and, and what kind of goals we set for ourselves. So there's a lot of comparison and there's a lot of... Uh, There's a lot of similarities in our own life to that of Ivan when we realize that we can be at the end. We could be at that ending of a turning point. Uh, Typically, April in in the year marks that time for us, right? March, April, where we want to do some some spring cleaning. We want to clean up and throw out things that no longer serve us. And I'm not just talking about spring cleaning at home and, and going through our going through our closets. I'm talking about working through our soul. We're we're going into this, this phase this year of discovery. This is the year of discovery and this is a time of change. This is a time of letting go of what doesn't serve you anymore and realizing the things that do serve you and amplifying on those and connecting more to those so that when you feel that you're at your end, or that you're closing a chapter in your life. You realize that it's not. It doesn't come through death. It doesn't come through death and dying. It doesn't come through mourning a loss. But it comes with inviting what is new for you, and and not being on a deathbed um, as as Ivan was at that particular time we get to have a second chance, we get to have another opportunity to do it correctly or to do it different this time. And that's really what I'm talking about today and that's really where I want to afford each and every one of you this opportunity to really just go within and, and, and realize, you know, where did I lose myself? What did I lose in losing this part of me? Um, whose identity did I get? Why am I not in my own identity? Where is it that I reflect to others um, one thing? And inside, I feel like I'm crumbling and I'm I'm falling apart. And and, and internally, I feel like there is a death going on within me. And so that we can actually go within and begin to release all of this scrap, all of this accumulation of, of yuckiness and dirtiness that we have really been holding on to for so long. And as we do that, we begin to gain perspective and we begin to gain clarity and awareness as to what it is exactly that we want to achieve. Sometimes when we go with employers or we go for a job interview, they're, they're very big on asking us a question as to, you know, where do you see yourself in a year? Where do you see yourself in five years? And those are great questions, but let's not go that far. Where do you see yourself this year? Where do you see yourself next month? If you're cleaning out today, and you're cleaning out in April, what does May look like for you? What can you grasp? What what can you gain by by re-looking at your life and rethinking your thoughts and realizing, wow, tomorrow could be my last day here, and can I really rest assured that I have lived that life of renewal and that life of love and joy or are there really a lot of things that I regret that I did that I would have done differently that, that if I were to go back today, you know, there's there's tons of things that I would really change about myself or change in the decisions that I have made for myself. And in this reflection process and in this pondering and, and really just going within and through the meditation process that we've discussed, going into the journaling of how much you love yourself and why... It's really about looking at the big picture and understanding that you have every right to change your mind. You have every right to make it different. That there's nothing that should hold you back from doing it a different way this time around. It's funny because one thing that I've always, um, I always taught my children since they were very little is that there's a million ways to get to the same outcome and not to be so stuck on how how the process works or how to do it because there's so many ways to get to the end result but it was very important for them to understand that they had to have the end result or to have an understanding of what that end result could look like and how they got there was going to be very personal for them. So there was really no wrong or right or there wasn't really a lot of judgment as to you've got to do it this way or or else you're not gonna have success or you're not going to or you're not gonna achieve that goal. It was really important for them to analyze and understand that they are their their self an individual and how they went about to doing things and to unfolding as a human being, as an individual, as a child, and then later on as an adult, was going to be very much dependent on how they wanted to live their life. What what were what were their values? What were the priorities in their life? How could they dictate to themselves uh, what getting to that last, getting to that final goal would look like for them? And it was more about the end result than envisioning the end result. Rather than the process, right? Rather than how you're going to get there. Um, definitely, I did instill that it did need to come with integrity because, at the end of the day, you needed to feel good with the decision. You needed to feel good that when you got your outcome, it was not only the outcome because the journey part was very important, also, but that they could embrace every step as they got to the outcome. But it was a very individual process. And so, We keep looking at our life and we keep reflecting on the different ways that we're going to be achieving this final goal of success and greatness and we're going to continue to work on the different steps that are going to get you from point A to point C. We're going to be taking a little break now and we'll be back soon. Thanks.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
3: Do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune into a hero's journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Change your world, change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
1: You are tuned into It's Absolutely All About You. To reach Eileen Nunez or her guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com. Now, back to the program.
2: So as we go back into the segment, we're going to be talking about a few different things um, at this point. One of them is if you were to sit down and take a piece of paper, whether you want to do it now or it's something you want to do a little bit later on, I I want each and every one of you, I invite each of you to, to make a list of things that you regret, things that you've gone through in your lifetime that you feel if you had made a different decision, you would have had different outcomes. If you would have um, maybe listened to advice or found advice um, that you, you could have done it differently, and the regrets are important because when we write them when we write them down and we we understand our perception as to what we could have done different or better, at the same time that you're writing what the regret is, I want you. Let's say that that's the left side. We're going to write a column of the, on the left side of the paper. You can write your, uh, your regrets on the left side. And on the right side, you're going to put how you can renew for yourself, right? It's like a ritual that you're making to yourself, um, a ritual of the renewal process. Like how would you renew yourself for that regret? So what we're trying to do is really look at each episode or each time in our lifetime where where we haven't been satisfied with the result or the outcomes because of something that we could have done better or different. So you look at the regret and you understand what exactly it was that you did. And when you renew within yourself and you do this renewal process, it's really about healing. It's really about noticing that what you did that you regret today or that you think you regret today because a lot of this could be just a matter of thought and it's and it's not real that way um as you look at what you regret and you begin the renewal process well if i were to if i were to do it different i'm going to give you an example let's say um i didn't i didn't go through the college degree uh experience that i wanted to i took a degree in something else because that's that was faster that's what my parents told me to take um I was getting married or I had kids already and, you know, their life happened and I didn't have the money. So I took a career path that was not the one that I truly wanted. And so when you look at that regret and you say, okay, how do I renew myself from that, from making that decision or, how can I not be so hard on myself and, and really still self-punish myself for, for making that decision the way that I did? So as we look at the regret and you begin to analyze, well, if I love myself today and I understand that not being a doctor um, is what I chose and I regret not being a doctor today, well, we could look at, okay, so what did you do instead? Right? What was the offset to being a doctor? Well, I became a psychologist instead. Okay. So as you look at, well, what are the benefits and how has being a psychologist fulfilled you? Has it fulfilled you? What were the parts of your job that you enjoyed? For example, um, being a psychologist or, or a therapist um, might allow you more flexibility in your hours where perhaps being a doctor, if you're working in a hospital setting, Requires a lot of hours. Uh, was that a benefit? And you want to go down all the um, different regrets, and you want to begin to renew and look at the benefits of not taking that approach or not making that decision back then when you did. Perhaps going to going back to school today and becoming a doctor now could be part of that renewal process for you. Um, perhaps you were doing it back then to to finish school quick quickly or quicker because you had children and you wanted to spend time with your kids. Well, maybe your kids are older now. And so the idea of this exercise and the idea of this looking at the regrets and converting them into renewals in your life is because you get to process and heal in between. Remember, the whole idea of what we're trying to accomplish is for you to begin to release all of these things that you've had stuck within you that you didn't know how to process, A lot of times didn't even want to look at what was the problem. So in a very subtle way, I'm asking each of you today to look at them and look at them as regrets, look at them as something that didn't really benefit or or you didn't really see the benefit of of making that decision the way that you did and then converting it into something positive and looking at what part of it did, was accepting to you and, and really did fulfill another aspect for you because perhaps it was something that you wanted um, to see with a different outcome but you got an outcome regardless you want to look at your outcomes you want to look at how this served your purpose how did it serve you from where you were at the time to where you are today and when we begin to look at our regrets that way they don't seem so horrible they don't seem like they can continue to consume us because Looking at them as regrets just makes you feel worse about yourself. And then you end up in a life like Ivan where, yeah, he wanted to be a a judge and he was a magistrate and he got all of that fulfilled. But then he didn't want to go home because he didn't want to look at the decision that he had made of being with this wife or or raising his children or not being present with his family and, and decided, you know what, I'm just going to be a judge and a magistrate and I'm going to concentrate all my efforts and energy in there. And then when he's actually on his deathbed, he feels like he doesn't even have a connection. You know, his wife anno- his wife annoys him. His daughter, he doesn't even want in the room. He feels like everybody's just lying to him. And of course, like I said a little while ago, for a judge, you know, you don't want people to lie to you. You, you. you want people to be just and honest and fair, and that's what their idea and their projection is. And so looking at these regrets and realizing that they weren't so big or it wasn't so terrible because there was still a positive outcome somewhere in there and you grew from the experience or you learned something very powerful, you begin to bring your guard down you begin to feel like you can breathe again, right? You can bring your shoulders down. You don't feel like you're so hung up on all of this darkness and negativity because looking at it and having to actually write it down on a piece of paper and processing how you're going to convert it into something positive in your life, now it just becomes, you know, my goodness, like, wow, Eileen, I really didn't want to look at this today or I really didn't want to remember that because I had it so blocked and so stored away that, it's probably hidden somewhere in my unconscious mind just so I don't have to reach in and take a look at that again. But whether you're looking at it consciously, right, whether you're looking at it and being aware that you're looking at it or whether it's something you've blocked away and just hid somewhere, you've got to realize you're still carrying this around, right? It's still in your mind. It's still in your thought process. And so when you think about a regret, you're going to think about every single regret. And we go back to, what if your life hasn't been what you wanted it to be? Is that what you deserve? Is that exactly what you've planned for? Is that what you thought was going to be necessary, is for you to go through this journey and then realize, oh my goodness, like, wow, like, I lost myself somewhere in here and I stopped living. And we go back to the statement that I used a little while ago, living a life with regret isn't a life at all. And so releasing that so that you can actually begin to embrace all the greatness that is around you. Remember we're connecting to greatness. We're looking to to find this ultimate achievement of inner joy and happiness, but we've got to start by looking at the things that we don't like or the things that that we've held on to almost to self mutilate and self-destruct and in the self-destruction process you're not winning you're losing in the self-destruction process you're no better than when you made the decision that you regret today so we want to get you out of there we want to remove you from feeling like you are dying inside we want to remove you from feeling that that you're at a loss and that there's no hope And we want to remove you and take you out of there and and help you begin to connect to the light and understand that purposeful living is connecting to joy, right? Living a life with purpose connects you to a life of greatness, connects you to a life of joy. But we want to release those things that you think that you've created in your mind that make you feel as if you have lost this this passion for life because you've decided to stay in the darkness, because you've decided to stay in what doesn't work for you. So as you each have this opportunity to reflect and ponder, as you each have this opportunity to go within and to look at your list, you know, maybe it's not even that bad. Maybe it's just a few items on there because, again, we decide to make it the monster we decide to make it this boulder we might we want to hold on to it so badly that we make it much bigger than it really is and and it's your turn it really is your turn and I can't encourage you more than to realize that you haven't been nice to yourself and that you've been doing yourself a disservice and self-mutilating and self-destructing is not happy and it's not good and it's not powerful and it actually makes you feel weak and it makes you feel hopeless and it makes you feel as if you've lost something greater. And we go back to even if you're a parent or if you have if you have a niece or nephew or grandchildren and what would you tell them? What what advice would you give them? Wouldn't you just say, I want you to live a life of joy? I want you to realize and learn from your mistakes and learn from the things that you think were awful in your life. Just learn the experience. Learn, learn from the experience and learn the lessons so that you can move into a life of greatness so that you can enjoy every second and, and make powerful and make great every single moment that you're alive. And so when we go back to the story of Ivan, because I keep going back there because it is such a, it's such a huge symbolism for each one of us to now, after you've gone through the different regrets and you're realizing that you can put the regrets into the renewal column, right? You can begin to exchange and not feel so horrible about the experience that you, you're presently regretting. Take this time now and really in your moment of reflection, I want you to realize where it is that you feel that you're dying, what aspect of you is is not at its best? Where do you feel like, to a huge extent, you've been on a deathbed? You know, is it because you don't know your purpose? Is it because you're trying to figure that out? Is it because you feel that this doesn't happen for people like you? Like, this can happen to everybody else, but it's not you and it's not your turn and you don't think this way, Um I want you to really go within and figure what part of your body do you feel this yuckiness? Is it in your stomach? Do you feel like you know it's just too much accumulated in there? Is it in your heart? Do you feel like there's just so much sorrow and sadness? Is it in your thought process? Is it, oh, like I, I don't even want to think about this. There's so many things going on in my mind that there's not a space for me to even... To even take in, you know, what Eileen is saying today and be able to process, you know, these thoughts so that I can see clearly and think clearly. The reason why the different areas of our body become so important is because since you've been storing it away, like the little hamster that puts all the food in the cheeks and just leaves it there until he's hungry again or he wants to, you know, decides to start, you know, processing that food we're doing the same thing today we're just processing this information and and I'm putting it out there because it is so empowering when you realize what you've done to yourself all these years and that you have been your worst enemy and when it could have been better you decided to make it worse and I'm here to give you the good news that you don't need to do this alone and that working with somebody like myself to walk you through this process and help you stay accountable, uh, very important. Help you not only go through the process, but the accountability that you're going to finish this to the end. That you're going to actually begin to establish new goals for yourself. And in this renewal process this year, you're going to find um, you're going to find out things about yourself that you forgot that you loved so much or different things that you wanted to achieve and accomplish, different activities that you wanted to get involved in, um, maybe a different business that you wanted to, to actually start up. And so working with me is, is really something that would be of great benefit if you are ready and willing to start making this, making this decision, if you're actually ready to start making this change in your life. Um, working with a coach, working with somebody who's going to make you accountable, working with somebody who's going to help you through the process. When you feel like you're stuck and you don't know, what do I do now? Okay, so I figured all this out. Now what do I do? Let's figure out what project you really want to get involved in. What business do you really want to engage in and starting up? Or do you have a business? Do you want to grow it? Do you want to expand? Do you want to hire people to begin to do the kind of work that you want them to do so that you can have a little bit more of your own time still making lots of money and and being able to enjoy your, your time to to enjoy uh, whether it's a vacation, whether it's a weekend, whether it's uh, taking some time to do workshops, whether it's working on learning how to be a coach so that you can begin to teach others what you have learned along the way. right? So there's so many ways and so many perspectives to take on this and I'm inviting each and every one of you today to realize what part of you has been dying, what part of you died, what part are we reliving, what part are we bringing back to life? What are we renewing today? And and if you do renew and when you do renew, what happens? What shifts? What changes? How are you going to feel? Right? What part of your body is going to feel so much more refreshed and relaxed? Um, can you actually breathe again now knowing that there's hope, right? That there's a light at the end of this tunnel. And as a matter of fact, let's not even call it a tunnel, right? There's no tunnel anymore because that was in your regret list and, and there's no tunnel anymore. So now it's open, right? It's an open space. It's a field. It's a park. It's a, it's a beach and you can begin to feel how your body starts to settle in this idea that living with regrets is not living life at all, and that you are here to live your life, and that you are here to live it today and to end it well. And that whenever that day comes and whenever that time comes, whether it surprises you, whether it's something that happens um, in a longer term, you want to know that you did it. You did it great. You did it perfect. You did a you did an amazing job and. And that you lived it out to its fullest. And and you live with that legacy and you leave that legacy behind. And people will know when they talk about you well. What I remember is that, you know, he or she really lived their life to their fullest. And we all know somebody like that. We all know someone who who in the in, in the worst of their times or in the worst of their moments, they still knew how to how to make everybody laugh and they knew how to enjoy the moment and they knew how to put a smile on everybody's face and to really just look at the, um, the small things in life and and make those so positive and so, so good for them. So I'm going to leave you, um, I want you to begin now to think about what parts of your body, right? We're talking about the death part. What part has died? What part is in this process of death? And um, we want to begin to... release that we're going to begin the process of releasing uh this energy or this thought or this emotion of loss and and of mourning and um so i'm going to be leaving you with thinking a little bit about that for the next few minutes um we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and take a, a, a little break now and we'll be right back thank you
0: us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment.
3: Look among the stars.
0: Life is than it
3: seems. Get inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the power party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Do you ever stop to question yourself? Is there more that you could be doing in your life to help you? How can you manifest real change in the world? The answers to these and other questions about ourselves lie in sustainability from within. Featuring host Silvelli Salviato, you can take the either or and change it into both and if you want to make real changes in yourself, your life and your world, you can't miss one show. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
1: You are tuned into to It's Absolutely All About You. To reach Eileen Nunez or her guest, please call in to one 888 346-9141 That's one 346 9141 You may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com Now, back to the program.
2: So I've given you all a few minutes to think about the the area of your life where you feel that you have died or that death and mourning has been following you or or around you. And one of the things in the in the book, The Death of Ivan Ilvich, that I wanted to point out today is when Ivan had this huge illumination of what exactly was happening and he had this this time to himself to reflect and realize that there were so many things in his life that he would have wanted to do different. And in that moment where he's on his deathbed, the person that he turns to to ask, what if my whole life has been wrong, is actually somebody who used to work in the house, is not necessarily, and it wasn't for him, a family member. It was somebody neutral. It was, it was somebody who was... Um, who was like helping uh, with things around the house? It, it was definitely a, a humble person who had taken a liking to Ivan, and and Ivan felt that he was understood best by this by this gentleman who was, if you look at it in terms of status, was somebody of lower status. But he felt that this person, being humble and not needing all of the frills and all the materialistic um, amenities. He felt that he was the person that was going to understand when Ivan was talking from his heart, and when Ivan was in this place of contemplating uh, the different areas and aspects of his life, he didn't really want to share it with his wife or his daughter. He thought, not even with the doctor actually, he, he thought it was better to just talk to the person that was with him that had a genuine open mind and open heart as to being able to take in the information and listen to Ivan's um, while he was under this, not only his own his physical pain and suffering, but the mental anguish that he was experiencing. And so at this time I, I wanna encourage everybody to to take a moment and if you did go to somebody and you explain to them, you know, what what this is what this means for you, you know, what if my life has been wrong and how can I write these things that I that I feel were wrong or how can I begin to bring life back into my own life right to my to my physical sense how could I bring life and and better qualities of life back into my day to day who would be that person that you talk to who would you be able to share this with who do you think would understand you well enough to to know what you even mean, who can have this deep conversation of understanding that you're not really talking about death as we know it, death and dying, but we're talking about death of your soul, not allowing your soul to be connected to the life that you, that you deserve to live. And the reason why it's important to find out who this person is or to identify this person is because... We always think that we 're alone. Um, many times we feel like we 've got to we 've got to take charge of our life all by ourselves, and that there 's no one around us that would understand us and so we just got to take it in right. We just go on and continue to accumulate all of this debris of negativity and we just fester with it and we just hold on to it and we carry it around, and we just hold on to it very tightly and but no, we all have somebody that we can actually go to and that we can express how we feel. And And if it's not somebody that you know or it's not a family member or you don't want to worry anybody or burden anybody with, with this kind of information, seek out somebody who has very similar thought processes to you. Um, this might be a teacher. This might be an instructor. This might be your, your yoga coach or this could be a life coach. This could be somebody like myself where I work with the different life transitions and and that is that that's the work that I do life transitions empowerment coaching it's about helping with these different triggers these different timelines that we're finishing to start up a new one and in the in in this process you want to find somebody who's going to get you you want to know that you can go to this person and you can exchange these thoughts and these these ideas and and as you throw them out and as you have these conversations, we get to process things just by talking about them. What I'm doing right now with everyone in this segment, I'm processing information. I'm talking out of experience. I'm talking out of what I've read. I'm talking out of a lot of information that I've gathered throughout my own lifetime. And so when I'm sharing it with you, it's, it's, it is just that it's an exchange of information. I'm I'm speaking and you're listening and, and I'm encouraging each one of you to go out and find someone that you can talk to, that you can connect this information to. Being like-minded and having like-minded individuals around you are only going to empower you. And it's going to be an exchange that you do for yourself and you do with the other person. And you're also helping them fulfill and process information for themselves. And so that is the power of... That I find also when I'm doing the group coaching sessions and when I'm doing these workshops and people illuminate because they have similar situations and they have similar regrets in this, in this example, we could talk about regrets and a lot of them would have similar regrets and when we know that other people have had similar experiences, we don't feel so awkward. We don't feel so strange and so awful. We feel like, wow, okay, so I wasn't the only dumb one that did that. I didn't make that mistake all by myself. Um, There are other people that have have gone through that path as well. And that's how we begin to help each other out. And that's the dynamic that happens in group. And that's what happens when we do these great workshops of empowerment and transitioning and, and really understanding what each of us is going through so we get to share, we get to expand, we get to grow together, we get to to begin to fulfill these lives of, of purposeful living and connecting to joy and greatness. And I really encourage everybody um, at this point, if you haven't read the story of Ivan Ilvich and you think it's important to read it, I invite you to do so. Leo Tolstoy is the author. But if you think that you got the message that was necessary for you today... Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Start. Start writing. Go into it. Analyze yourselves. Figure it out. If you're stuck, you can call somebody like myself. You can find a coach. There's many people, great people out there that would love to encourage growth and greatness. And so as we're going to continue to talk about this process of regret and renewal, and we already know that we can identify somebody that we can talk to and, and explain what we have been going through. One of the things, or, or lastly, what I want to include in today's segment is the process of meditation. We go back to the process of meditation because journaling and, and writing it down is so powerful, but to actually begin to process and to take these regrets, even if you take one at a time or, or just take one and, and, and release it, and um, how I would encourage you to do the meditation is that you can find a comfortable place in your home or in your office or a place in a place where you feel comfortable. Make sure that the temperature setting is correct for you. Make sure that you can put some some calming, soothing music or sounds. If it's ocean sounds or the sounds of waves or the sounds of the outdoors. All of those are very much encouraged because they allow us to connect to our true essence. They allow us to be grounded. And so as you're taking this opportunity to set up a nice cozy place for you, you're going to begin to close your eyes. And at that point, you just allow yourself to, to connect to the breathing, to your own breath and realizing that you don't need to go outside of yourself to find this soothing, calming, serenity and inner peace, that it it all lies within you. And the reason why I'm encouraging for this today is because we've talked about a lot of very serious topics today when we're talking about death and dying or we're talking about how part of you has has died. You want to be able to encapsulate And, and I use that word with intention And with power, because all you need to do is as you're in this process of breathing and you breathe in and out, and you can start by counting down from five to one. And finally, when you get to the number one and you're in this place of relaxation, you can take whatever the regret is. You want to name it, Um, whether you name it what it is or you name it the purple elephant or you name it, you know, the red pen, you can name it anything. And give it a name so that you can connect to the identity of what you created and encapsulate it. And you say that to yourself, I'm encapsulating this red pen that holds this regret and I'm just going to release it into the universe. And I, as, as I send it off into the universe, I'm releasing it from me holding on to it and I'm liberating my soul from holding on to this because it doesn't serve me anymore. And I don't need to carry that around anymore. And and it's going to be such a self-satisfying, self-healing process that you could do this with the different regrets that you've held on to. And this is a continuation of your spring cleaning. This is a continuation because you're cleaning your soul. Because you're releasing your mind and your emotions from holding on to something that was so detrimental and so negative and so unnecessary and so those days of self-destructing and the, those days of self-mutilating and self-harming no longer in, no longer exist for you and so as we begin our closing of this segment today and you're in this place of meditation and you're in this place of releasing what didn't serve you anymore you want to be very thankful and grateful for allowing yourself this opportunity today to heal. And I mean that from the very deepest because when you've come to this conclusion that you can self-heal and that you can find a place in your heart and in your thoughts and in your emotions that you deserve and are worthy of all of this greatness, you begin to realize that you haven't really died at all. And that the part of you that you thought was dead or was dying has been very much alive. And all you did is that you put it away and you chose not to connect to that part of you. But it's been there all along, just waiting for you to have access to it and waiting for a day like today for you to be able to connect to it and really just do your releasement process because that's all you need to do. Your body, your mind, your thoughts, your emotions, your energy, all are working with you. They want you to have greatness. They want you to live this life of fulfillment and joy. And there's no one out there against you. This has all been something manifested by yourself. And so because it was manifested by you, guess what? You don't need to hold on to that anymore. You don't need to be that person anymore. And so I encourage each and every one of you to go through this process. It's going to be a great process. You'll remember it. You'll tell others to do it with you. Do it as a group. Sit down with a few friends and, and go through it together and see how fun and how um, and how achieving it is and how empowering it will make you feel. And if you need help going through it and you, you need help trying to pass this or go into new ventures or different ventures in your life, you know, how to reach me. And you've got all my information and you can also go to AileenNunez.com and my information is on my website. So I'm really leaving each and every one of you with something great today and remember that you don't want to be that person that passes or ends their life with regret and, and thinking that their whole life was wrong. So living a life with regret has never been a life at all and I invite each and every one of you to to have the life of your dreams and the life that you deserve and are worthy of having full of greatness and joy have a great week and we'll be back next week thank you
1: We appreciate you tuning into the program this week. Please join Eileen Nunez for another edition of It's Absolutely All About You on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again next week.
0: and Management.